This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley. Really, Riley. Really, Riley. <laughs> Are you ready? This is the Really Riley Podcast. Woo! Hello, beloveds. Welcome back to Really Riley, your little or my little corner of the world where I always talk about all the things that are real, all the things that are me, anything from my horrible past dating life um, to my wonderful marriage now, parenting, fitness, fashion, bravo, all of the things. Which, side note, I found out today that um, your girl Rachel or Raquel or whatever her name is from Vanderpump Rules might not be returning. And I'm going, wait a minute, what? Because there was this whole debacle about her, like, obviously she was filming, they they did this big contract or whatever, and now they're saying that most of the cast says that she's not going to be filming. You will never know until that shit rolls out, but you see all these clips of them filming together like Ariana and Tom completely ignoring each other and you don't see Rachel Raquel anywhere. So maybe she actually did an honorable thing for once and decided to back out. We shall see. We shall see. Oh my God, it's been a long weekend. And my husband over here is laughing at me because he's going to be my co-pilot here for this podcast because I was toiling back and forth as to whether or not to talk about something that happened this weekend. We went to a little beach trip we're going to get into all of that. But this one thing that happened, I was literally like, I, I think my husband might see me in a different way after this. Like, I, I don't know. I was like, babe, should I talk about this? And you were that for the first time ever. You were like, eh, Real, like you were just like, no, I don't, I don't know. Maybe you asked one of your friends if you should talk about that. And I was like, oh shit, that really did mess with you, huh? Uh, don't tell them what it is. Cause we have to, I'll, I'll decide by the end of this podcast if I, if I want to put that out there. I mean, like, I don't, it wasn't that I was like, oh my God, like I'm grossed out. It was like, <laughs> I mean, you, you've seen it all. I mean, you, what you got, but not like that. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, you got to take care of what you got to take care of, oh, you know, it's like situation, the circumstance. I mean, it was kind of one of those things where it was like, <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm glad that you are an amazing husband and you're not like a fair weather flower because you kind of cannot be being married to me. And I mean, you've seen me give birth to our son and many of other things, you know, like I've seen some pretty scary shit with you too when you were having surgery and the lady was asking me if I wanted to give you a catheter. I was like, mm, no, sure don't. But you know what? Let me do this because I don't want you guys to like listen to the whole podcast and then be pissed off at me at the end of it. I think what I want to do is maybe this will be our first bonus podcast video that we will let the we got this fam hear it first and then decide whether or not I should like put that out there because I don't know I'm really not shy about shit and I'm down to like you know tell y'all about it but I think I should probably like like you said talk to my trusted we got this fam and let them decide whether or not I should put that out there because it's very real mm-hmm. for those of y'all that said, oh, she doesn't talk about anything real. Ah. Thanks for the review, though. Um, okay, but first, it's first. We went to, what was it called? Calvert County Beach or something? That's where we stayed. We were in Calvert County. This yeah, weekend. so 
Calvert is like the beach, and then there's like, because we were right there, basically right beside Solomon's. Okay. So, so we live in, for, for those of y'all that are not in Maryland, we live in Frederick, Maryland. It's like 45 minutes outside of D.C., maybe yeah. an hour. Um, and like same distance to Baltimore. Yeah, we're kind of. Like we're sort of in the middle, but not really. Um, so we drove like, what was it, like an hour and a half, two hours through the beach? Yeah, it was about, about two. So this wasn't really the time to do a vacation at all. Because obviously financially, we're not like where we were last year. Um but we had a couple of really generous gifts for our wedding. We decided like, we're going to put that money away and we're just going to save it for a rainy day. And we wanted it to be something special. Like originally I think we had said that we we're going to put that money away and like rebuild our like honeymoon Greece account. Cause we were going to do that for our honeymoon. But then there came Malin, which, Hey, I'll trade. Yeah, I'll take that trade and then our house and whatever. So we just did a small mini moon and we were saving that money for this. But like <laughs> when you think about, having a rainy day or saving it for a rainy day. It's been fucking monsooning in the W household lately, you know, in the last year. And when I originally brought the idea up to Marshall, I was like, should we do this? You know, because my oldest son Lyric is a total beach kid. And the first year that we were together, we took a, a trip to the beach. What beach was it? Uh, that was, so that was North Carolina, South Carolina, South, South Carolina. And we stayed for a few days. He loved it. He still talks about it since then. You know, it was such a beautiful moment. You know, like Lyric was just over three at that point. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. And so you think about that in terms of our son, Malin. Well, they're both our sons, but, you know, our son together, Malin. He's two and a half. And I'm like, they're only little for so long. Like these moments of wonder where everything is just, ah, wah, wah. And if you hear him in the background, that's him on the monitor because he's out of sorts because of his schedule was whacked this weekend. But I was like, we need to just do it. You know, if there was ever a time for a rainy day, it's now. And I think that the printer's going off. Hello, printer. Um, I think that it would be us being very unreal on Really Riley and bullshitting to say that a lot of the crap that we've had to endure, would you, okay, I'm, I'm tiptoeing, but I'm just going to say it because I don't, I don't tiptoe very well. We'd be lying if we said it didn't take a toll on our relationship, like on our marriage. And it, no, sh we're not breaking up or any of that bullshit because so many people, oh my God, it's not that. It We'd be fake as hell if we were just like, everything is still so perfect. I don't believe in perfection in marriage or relationships. That's not what I'm saying. But a very wise friend of mine that's been married for 20 plus years, and I like to consult my friends that have been married way longer than me because we've been married almost two years, two years in September, which is crazy how quick that went. She said, you know, like marriages aren't always like healthy and the epitome of Skittles and fucking rainbows. Um, but it's all about two people that refuse to give up. And I like that, mm -hmm. you know, because that's our whole model. We got motto. We got this. That was our wedding hashtag. We got this wedding. And, you know, I think that we needed to get out of the rut and get out of the, you know, race of things because the way that things have shifted for our relationship is that we used to get up around the same time. You know, I would get up at like four, you'd get up at four thirty-five. you know, so we'd always go to bed at the same time. And now it's a different situation. Now it's like, I'll be recording the podcast the night before and I'll be working on candle orders and I'm with the kids all day. And so when you get home, I got to go do work and blah, 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 you know, all that mundane shit. Right. With that, just after a while, you can become like two ships in the night. And 
I don't think we're that. No, it's just, it's an elevated level of stress. And sure. like, it never, it never really like tamps down. So I think that's, that's part of it. So it was kind of just having some time away where you hit the pause button and all the other shit and actually like able to like breathe, breathe kind of, and you know, recharge a little bit, you know, like, well, so like one of the moments for me, which is so weird was like at one point lyric was on his iPad or whatever. And we'd been at the beach all day and, you know, or we'd just done a lot of stuff and I look over and Marshall's like lay down in the, the, our bedroom and the boys had like little bunk beds or whatever. And Marshall was sleeping in the middle of the day, taking a nap that he got to sleep for two hours. I'm sorry for like, for somebody else, it's like, oh, that's a fun vacation. But for us, it's like, it, it makes me happy to like see you at peace because that is the fun thing about being married is that like when you go through shit, they go through shit. And outwardly, I am the dramatic one, right? But Marshall is the inward one that you, you take things inwardly, but just because it's not like verbally out there, like my little Puerto Rican ass. I do still feel it. You know, it's still palpable, the stress that you feel like you have on your shoulders that neither one of us was expecting this. You know, we thought this would be a time in our lives where we were not set, but like we'd worked really hard to get where we were and we could enjoy it for a second. I mean, we did for a second. Um, And it's not like we don't enjoy our family in the day to day, but I definitely wanted to say, okay, this is the money that we had set aside. We're going to go and we're going to make some memories. And I think... When you think of snapshots and vacations of family, usually a lot of it's hell, you know, like usually the B roll that you don't see on Instagram is like, oh my God, you, you lug 17,000 pounds of shit in the car and we're going to make memories. It's going to be fun. And it's three hours for 20 minutes of fun. And then it's, let's put it all fucking back and lug it all back in there. And like I said before, there was a little moment in there. I was like, my, my husband's going to like never want to sleep with me again after this one. He's going to just look at me differently and nothing, <laughs> but it was great because we had some really, I call them, I want to call them like big, small life moments because for us, as I've been telling you guys on this podcast, like we were concerned about Mal and our youngest, who's two and a half almost. And, you know, we're still going to look into having certain evaluations done so we can deal with the tempers a little bit more and just deal with how to, you know, both of us are ADHD, so we would not be surprised if there was a little bit of that showing up in Malin. And we just both need to realize that we are very frayed people and we have to be able to work with a toddler that wasn't as calm as Lyric. Because am I surprised? Like, he has, he, that's me and a baby. When he fucking wants something, he wants it now. And he will scream. His scream? Shit. You think I scream loudly? <laughs> My God. But I think the big small life moment in my, it's kind of like a high-low, right? The small moment was the one I'm going to tell you about in the video podcast after this. But the big moment, I think, was when we went to dinner for the very first time, Mountains two and a half, the very first time that we were able to sit down as a family at a dinner, and he sat there and ate. He actually ate. Like, there's one thing from him to, like, sit there with the, and he wasn't even had the iPad. Like, he was just sitting there and being super cute, and it was like a, I don't know. It was like a monumental like milestone for us, which for most people doesn't seem like that. Like Lyric, I would take him everywhere with me because I was a single mom. I had to. Not that I really got out that much, but when I did, I, I could. For us with Malin, there's like, we're not going to go pay money that we don't have to be miserable. 
But we sat there and he ate and I just like, I looked over at Marshall and I looked over at my boys and I was like, oh my God. I don't know how or why, but everything just seemed possible that we could do that. Is that weird that we, it's like he's two and a half years old and we haven't done that? I mean, part of it was COVID too, but. Yeah, well, I mean, I mean, there's been like little times and stuff like that. We've done that. When he but, was a baby and wasn't mobile. Yeah. But we've never taken him out to dinner. No. I mean, it, that was, it was like, you know, holding my breath the entire time. Did yeah. you really? You, you don't know. But I mean, like, I thought just the whole trip though. I mean, I, there really wasn't anything other than just like typical toddler shit. You know what I mean? It was kind of like well, little things. Yeah, right. But Malin's not the typical toddler. Like the, I literally was like, did we, did, did we just spend our money? Like our, our, not our life savings, but like, you know, the, well, it was like, the rainy day money just to be miserable. And I was, I, I agree with you. I was like, is this going to suck so bad? And we wanted to be good for Lyric because Malin has, Malin is too. He gets so much of the attention that I wanted Lyric to have his moments too. And he was so excited about this because he's been bugging me to go back to Florida. And I'm like, no. <laughs> on a in a tin can 10,000 feet in the sky with that little maniac it sounds like hell in a handbasket and then I'm going to be delivered from hell into the second level of Hades which is my mom's house I love my mom but staying with her absolutely you know that I'm right <laughs> have we ever gone there one time and left me like wow that was great no because vacationing with family just isn't that's not a vacation like, like whatever your, your parents your in-laws what have you but it was really, really great. Side note, if you've never been to Calvert County, if you're in the Maryland area, or even if you're not, like I had a bunch of people DMing me, where'd you guys go? Where are you? Because it sounds very bougie, but it's not at all. We got an Airbnb and in this area of that county, I, what is it, Marshall? You have to like, you have to live there or rent there or you can't go to those little beaches. Yeah. So it's all private beaches and it's like, it's the, if you're looking at that, it's the West side of, of the Bay. So you, it's not on, it's on this main, main part. So what was funny is I like randomly found this on somebody else's TikTok that it was a the, the Calvert State Park where the incident that may or may not be noticed or or, to, or, or said is happened and it I, I just found like this place where you can go look for sharks teeth or whatever and lyrics all about sharks it was Shark Week and Malin's Mr Baby Shark I was like perfect and this was one of those fun little things that we could go do so we rented this Airbnb. Honestly, like I'm about to put that, that Airbnb, like a link on the blog or something, because it's like, that was the best Airbnb we've ever stayed in. In terms of, I don't know, just like everything. Just attention to detail. Yeah. Like we get there, y'all, even if you're not parents, you can appreciate this. They had ever a tang. They had every damn kind of coffee. They must've like, and this shit was good. <laughs> It was like the cure, the, um, the, that options, the, the shit that lights me up now, you know, um, every kind of option of coffee, they had condiments there. They had all of the cookware. Cause you think sometimes you rent some place and they don't have all that shit. No, I mean, well that was advertised. It was like, it was all, all cookware. I mean, they even had like all spices, like the meal prep containers they had, <laughs> you they would had notice like, that. like every pan, stuff like that. And then they had the grill outside that was like topped off bonfire. But like the big thing was, um, the kids stuff, the kids stuff, they had all the kids stuff there. To no, we're talking like toys. They had several different kinds of plates for the kids. Like, so if you forgot something like you had, you had everything there. And I mean, they had advertised originally that they had like fishing stuff there. So like, I don't have, like I had it a while ago 
a license? Well, no, like I had salt water gear. So oh. I, have all, I have all fresh water gear, but I don't have like salt water rods, reels and stuff like that anymore. Um, <laughs> See the things that he teaches me. I don't know any about this. So shit. I didn't have any of that gear and it was advertised. I messaged that person. There was two brand new rods and reels, like everything right? ready oh. to go. So they had like, that was the thing. And I think with the kids stuff, it wasn't just that, like they had a stack of like sand things. They had all of the different board games. They had like little books for the kids. They had like chairs for you to sit out. They had an umbrella, damn it. Which I mean, they had the umbrella comes in a play. Later. <laughs> oh my God. Well, I mean, they had like every type of charger. Like, yes. Like in every room. Tell me that ain't an A1 thing. And then the, the, the lights in the bedroom had chargers on them. Oh my God. Like, and the cutest part about it was is the bunk beds. Like watching the boys jump on the bunk beds. We are those parents. Get don't jump on the furniture. Like we're a hundred percent that. But we, I literally thought Malin would be so out of sorts, like just not fucking having it. And he was the happiest baby, which leads me to kind of a meh, meh thought that he, I'm not, listen, Karen's get off me, but I, I recognize how much they suck off of our energy and the stress of things and all of that. I just didn't realize, like, I know Lyric has always done it because he's always very in tune with me. He's always like, you know, if mommy's upset, he's like, what's going on? And he just, there's no hiding anything from that little boy. But Malin, you know, I'm thinking he's two and a half, but he literally does feed off of it. And it was so cute to see him just like want to be like there with a family and just, we were singing songs and we were just having these fun little memories. And I really liked too, that you had a couple of just you and lyric moments. Mm-hmm. Like you guys went fish. We, you guys, they went midnight fishing, which I think lyrics a little afraid of the dark kind of. Well, like I, I came very unprepared. Cause like, I thought like <laughs> I had like a pocket knife in my car and other things. So it was like other things that I normally have. Yeah. So which, I had like side note, you being the unprepared one is like a, zany situation well i have like a backup flashlight in my car so i had that and then do. they had like a little lamp there and he like wanted to turn it on but i mean they had like street lights and stuff like that down to um the beach and then they had basically the rock wall that that that, that goes like I mean, down that one strip so we I sound mean, incredibly bougie when we say it's like a private beach it was literally like 10 20 feet of sand and some water which that's all we need for the two kids and it had like little benches like and i ended up actually really liking that because when we went to the other beach, it, there was a lot of people there. Like I am very bougie simple, right? Like I like to have a peaceful experience over like all the bougie shit. I would rather just go on a beach where it's two feet wide and we can chill and be a family than shuffling through a bunch of other people. Mm-hmm. But so when you guys went, went fishing, like, like was that a, I know you're happiest by the water. Like you are happiest when you have flip flops on and there's water rushing around. Like, was that like pretty chill for you those moments? Yeah. No, I mean, cause like it was super chill and there was like a, there was a blood moon. Ooh, so. Which is a manifestation moon. And I want to hope that all of our like good energy from some of that will soak into what I got like going on in the next couple of weeks. Cause it's going to be really busy. But so I want to go back to the big, small moments or like the big, small life moments in the trip. I said my big 
My big moment, my big small moment was Malin, you know, being able to sit there and eat. What was your big small moment of the entire trip? Like, what was the moment that stuck out to you the most that wasn't like, you know, a prom? <laughs> I always catch him like, off guard. Like, well, like, what are you talking about? Like, like, what was your favorite moment of the trip, basically? Let me just put that non, like, you know, overly worded Riley mode. Um, I mean, there's a couple. Okay. You know, I, I think... I think one was just like the first day going down to the beach, just yeah. kind of seeing them. In audit. Yeah, because I mean, that was that was the first time Malin had actually been to a beach. Yeah, like, I mean, he had been to a beach in Florida when he was one, but not where he could really understand it. No, no, like not to a point where like, he could actually play. I was like mobile. Yeah. So it's like to see him like with the toys and like everything like that, like he was just. Into it. He was just going crazy. Which makes you very happy because you're a beach guy too, so. I mean, you, 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 if you would, if you could live on Hawaii, like if he could have had a Hawaiian wedding, like he would have done that. He would have just said, forget about all the frou-frou. Let's just go get married on a beach and spend all those thousands of dollars just to hang out for a month. But, but you married me and I was not going to have like sand critters crawling up my dress and frizzy ass fucking hair in my wedding day. No. <laughs> can I pig roast? Huh? Well, no, no, because that's not, no, Mm-mm. no, I'm good on that. But. Probably, um, that, the fishing trip. Yeah. And then probably the ice cream. Yesterday. Oh, the ice cream. Okay. So this was really freaking cool. I said to Marshall yesterday, I was like, okay, well we haven't traveled all over the place. Like we would like to, cause I would love to travel to different like lands. We went to Puerto Rico, but that's, you know, a commonwealth of the United States and my family was there. So it wasn't like completely exploring a new place for me. Um, it was for you, which was amazing to watch you and see that. And but I was like, we have gone to a lot of the small towns of America, you know, like, and I kind of just love that, especially like with this ice cream thing. So your cousins had gone there like the week before and they suggested this place. So we roll up and we see just one of those like regular, like ice cream. It might have, we thought like, it looks like a food truck or whatever. Cause I thought it was going to be an actual ice cream place, but you roll up and it's like this little hidden cove of just a bunch of boats. And it's so pretty and pic- picturesque. And you roll up and you're like, well, okay, where's the ice cream place? It was uh, like a food truck, but this ice cream was so fucking good. Lyric said he liked it better than Jimmy Cone, little traitor. Yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> I mean, I don't know about that either, but it was really sweet because we all, again, sat at like the picnic table and Malin, you know, right before he fell over and hit his face on gravel, but <laughs> he was eating his ice cream and we were just chatting and looking at the boats. And it's unfortunate that it was like the last night that I kind of felt like I had completely re- relaxed because it isn't always like that. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was like, it was the nicest scenery because they had like picking table there and it was called like boat yard yeah. ice cream. So it was all boat yard. So it was like mainly, mainly sailboats, but they had like a few fishing boats in there and then a few like, you know, smaller yachts and things, but it basically just overlooked that part of the bay. So like it was definitely best sites. Simple. Yeah. You know, like I, as much as I am extra really do love those simple things. And I think that's probably a product of the fact that for most of my life in radio, I did all of these big things, you know, like stuff that one tenth of the population will ever get to do, you know, being in front of jingle ball in front of 30,000 people screaming at you and like meeting all these celebrities and going to the Grammys and going, going to American Idol, all of these things, which I love, don't get me wrong. But I didn't get to do those simple things for a good chunk of my adulthood. Like, I didn't really get to enjoy that side of life until I met you. 
because the little holidays when I was broken coming up as a jock, I didn't, you know, have the money to go home. So we didn't do that stuff. You know, I think I, I went on one Jamaican vacation with girlfriends right before I had Lyric. And thank God I did that because it was the only time during a holiday when I had time off. Because as a personality, when you're the person behind the mic, you're that person behind the mic. And I also didn't have enough clout at the time or comfortability in certain shows to take time off, you know, because you take a week off and go to Puerto Rico and look what happens. But I, I really love that simple stuff. I really love just showing our kids that it doesn't have to be this big bouge factor, you know, cause they go to school or they Mal and will, but Eric goes to school with, you know, kids that are going to the Iceland and you know, a couple of trips a summer and their parents have, you know, vacation homes. We're going to get there. We're manifesting that. Cause I think that was also too <gasps> the blood moon, babe. Wait, sorry. Total ADHD moment. What if we manifested having a vacation home? Because we were talking about that, like this would be the goal is to have a small little place like this that's pretty and neat and nice and safe and just be able to take our family once a year to go and recharge. Ooh, thank you, Blood Moon. I literally believe we just manifested that. Yeah. What? I do. Like I am surprised at how much the ocean and the sand in my feet and the sun at my back does for me now because... I grew up in Florida. I never give a shit about the beach. I never went to the beach. It wasn't my thing. But now when I'm there, there's moments of like unclenching the jaw and breathing. That's my favorite thing to do is watch you and Malin play on the beach. Like when you see water, you immediately like get less cop marshal and more like uh, my well, marshal. Well, I told you like growing up and then especially like in college, you know, I was... Oh, you were such a little beach whore. I was like, <laughs> like, I was type B personality for sure. Type B? Yeah. You? Yeah. Ha! I don't believe you. I don't believe that for a second. Actually, I take it back. Because when I met you, there was a lot more of that. You know, like people used to say, for all of you that say that I'm such a handful in Marshall's, <laughs> poor Marshall, many, many of his best friends, a couple of them that were standing by you in the wedding, said like Riley like he is so happy with you like this is post-college cop years now like we we don't see that angry Marshall anymore and I was like angry Marshall like who that because I didn't see any any bit of that and I'm sure a lot of the stuff that you would do and say in front of them or like you know being in cop mode you would never ever try to do with me but I saw you so like lighter and I, I will say that like the last year or two has scuffed that a little bit. I won't say it's ruined it. I'll say it's scuffed it up a little bit. We got to shine it back up. And I think that the salt water in the ocean is what does that for you. But it was great. Like we got to get like little things again. Like I got cream of crab soup. And I know that some Marylanders are going to get on me for that because I like the cream of crab soup. I don't like the regular, what is it, the red one? It's just yeah. Maryland crab soup yeah, or whatever. Crab. And I like snow crabs. I don't like, what is it, blue crabs? Yeah. I don't like blue crabs. Babe, I worked in a seafood restaurant for like a year and a half and I saw a blue crab give birth to her little baby crabs and I just can't eat. I can't. 
I, no. Yeah. I'll eat mud bugs. Yeah. I'll suck sure the head. A, are you sure it was a blue crab? It was whatever. It was a crab. Maybe it wasn't blue crab. It was a crab that had all of the same fingers and toes and tentacles. What are they called? I don't know. Whatever. It had the same joints as a blue crab. And I still have that in my head. And I can't do it. Okay. And I just don't. I don't mind picking because like I said, I'll eat the mud bugs, the crawfish. I'll do that. I love seafood, but I want a snow crab. I have my own flavor profile. Okay. Leave me alone. (laughs) But I mean, it was just, it was a really great, it was money well spent. We'll say that because we got a fucking marathon and a half this week because getting ready for that and hats off to my husband because he did a lot of that. Most of it. Well, I mean, you had you had found it because I'd never been to that part of Maryland. Oh, the this the Calvert. What was yeah. it? Calvert. What is it? Calvert Cliffs. Yeah. State Park. Yeah. Well, like Calvert Cliffs or any of that, because like so, basically all my time has been spent like Ocean City, Ocean City, like Westo, like Ocean Pines, Berlin, you know, and then some some stuff like Fenwick, just in the Delaware. But like I'd never really had done anything on the bay outside of like Tillman or like St. Michael's. So it was, uh, it's, it's pretty, pretty chill. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's similar to other side. Uh, Yeah. And St. Michael's, but less bouge, a lot cheaper. I'll say that. Like, I don't like, it's like kind of like Tillman. I I mean, for those that don't know that, like it's, it's a lot less expensive because when you told me how much it was for three days there and for what we got though, like the comfortability of it, cause that's gotta be a thing when you're a parent, like we were literally like, what is it? Family vacation. That's what it felt like. Like all of this shit that you have to lug. And speaking of lugging, I think that was my other big, small moment of the trip because Side note, when you go to this Calvert Cliff State Park, be prepared if you go. Because we're thinking, okay, it's a state park, it's a beach, we'll have to walk like a quarter mile. And there, it was an hour and a half of a walk. And we had Lyric walking, carrying things, because we had, what, five bags? Just diapers and and food and snacks. And because we went during lunchtime and sunscreen and toys and and blah, 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 blah. blah. And... It's very like it's terrain. It's it's a hike. Like it, it, I didn't think it was going to be like an actual trek. And the trek was beautiful because you go through some of the marsh with like the lily pads and you know the it's trees and it was breezy. Thank God because I'd have died. But you know, Marshall's had since you know he had. We we talked about this. You know, he got injected with somebody else's allergy shot last year, and you know we're still working through all the medical aspects of all of that. And you've had some, you know, trouble with, yeah. with exertion. I, I know you get uncomfortable with this. Well, yeah. I mean, for a couple of different reasons. I know that. You know? And I know, but basically I don't like seeing you struggle and you are very much the man that's like, you want to take care of me. Like I, yes, I have that princess mode all the time. I get foot rubs and I get, you know, when I came home, from being out and came back to Marshall had packed up every damn thing. I'm talking all the shit for get ladies. I am lucky. Like all the shit for the kids had put not one, but both of my suitcases up there. Cause he wasn't sure how bougie I was going to be, you know, like everything was just done. And I was like, Oh, we're going to do another podcast too about feminine energy and masculine energy. Cause I send, I tend to sit in my masculine energy a lot. And I think Marshall would like for me to sit in my feminine energy more. 
But in this moment of being in a masculine energy or whatever the fuck that is, I wanted to like pull the trolley for you and pull Malin because it, I don't want you to ever feel because you're going some, through something health wise that you have to, if you have me, you know, like if you have to struggle like that. And I, I get that how that might be hard for you to like step back and let me be that way. But you know who you married and I work out and I wanted to do that. Like, and I, I know that this might sound weird, but I was happy you finally fucking let me do it. No, I mean, I- and it wasn't even just that moment either though. Cause when we were at dinner with Malin later, you were like, <laughs> you just gotten your friend who went to Cracker Barrel cause we fancy and you just gotten your food and it was like, I'm looking at it and Malin's starting to struggle and you're trying to let me eat. And Malin doesn't fight me the way that he fights you because he knows he can play daddy. He can't fuck with mommy. And I was like, I want you to eat. Like, and you're like, no, I can, I can, because he wants to walk. That was the one dinner he wasn't having it. I was like, I'll take him. I'll go rock him in the rocking chairs outside. I'll move around with him. I'll do whatever. And you were like, okay. I was like, what? Because you always, you put yourself last a lot. And I don't, want that. So that was a, that was a, that was a big small moment for me that you actually allowed me to help you like that. It was, it was one of those things where I was very, it was mixed emotions. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I felt like I was like grateful and like appreciative that like take that on. Mm-hmm. But then I also felt like that guilt. And then I felt. Because I mean, like prior to this and then even the rehab for my hip, mm-hmm. that's something like with all that and lugging that I could have jogged that entire thing. A hundred percent. No problem. So to, and you'll get back there. So to kind of like be in a state that that's not a reality um, that made me feel that made me feel guilty. But, you know, in terms of like, you know, grateful and thankful that like you stepped in like that, you know, it was kind of was like. I just, I wish you wouldn't feel guilt like that. And you're, you're a man and you're a manly man and you like being a provider and a caretaker of your family. So I get that part. I mean, shit, I'm the alpha too, that when I first met you, I would not let you open the door. There was no any of that. Like it, it was weird to me. Like you would like literally reach your hand over and open the door for me. You don't do that anymore, but I get foot rubs. But that is something that we both struggle with, like marriage wise, because we were both very much alphas walking into it, very fiercely independent. We had our own careers, our own shit. And that's another thing about like when you get married, it's like, do you want to talk about that part of it sometimes? Like, you always hear about, like, oh, she's a princess and her husband does everything for her and people get pissy about that or, like, but maybe you need to rethink about that and, like, maybe that's his, he likes that. But then also there are some princesses out there that, like, you know, can't do shit for themselves, whatever, each to their own. But that's not me. No. I think that when I'm able to sit back into my feminine energy, as my therapist says to me, I... When I feel safe to do that, I want I want more to do that for you. I wouldn't have married you if I didn't feel like you were the person that I could step up to the plate and be rawr, Riley and also be Riley that's like, 
can you do it, babe? <laughs> you know, because it's funny that our son, Malin, as much as Marshall hates this sometimes, when Marshall walks away, he'll go, Marshall! Because I do that. I mean, electronics and things aside from like radio gear, I can't do that shit. I don't, I, literally, we walk into the Airbnb, I'm like, why does this volume not work? Where's the volume? He'll come over, it's like right there on the side. And I'll, you know, so I think it's just different roles at different times, but I don't know why this one was any harder though than the hip surgery thing though. Like that wasn't anything. That was just, I mean, granted that was a fucking mile and a half trek up and down and all around and hot and sweaty. And then there was the other shit that happened after that. (laughs) But I want you to be able to have that more like not feel like every pit of the brunt is on your shoulders because in the last year I've felt that guilt too. You know, like when we talk about our worlds being thrown upside down, it was my job that did that. It was, I don't want to call it a failure because I damn well know I did every single fucking possible thing I could to make that situation succeed. And we've talked at nauseum on what happened there and I mean, all that, but I do feel guilty. Like it was, it was my shit that made us shift into a different mode. Well, but I don't, I don't even view it like that. Cause I mean, it's like my health stuff's done that. And you know, it's like <laughs> things happen for us, not to us. True. You know, and we so got it's this. Like, right? It's like, you know, I don't say that just through the good shit. That's through, you know, all of it. And when you come to grips and reality with everything, it's like, then you just have to control what you can control and well, not, not, not worry about the rest. But then you need to say that when I'm trying to help you and get rid of the guilt part of it. Cause I mean, yeah, I'm not blaming you for it because <laughs> there's probably people that have been married for a very fucking long time. Listening to this going, you newbies, you know, cause we're not, it's not, it, it, for me personally, it was hard for me to give up control to anybody because that was the one thing I had in life. Like, you know, growing up in chaos and having a lot of like abusive relationships throughout my life, like giving anybody that um, moment where I needed them. Because I used to say that to you all the time in the beginning, like, I don't need you. I made that real clear. I But I want you. And now, as much as I grit my teeth when I say it, like it has shifted into, I do need you. You're the father of my children. You're my husband. That's a whole different thing. We have a family and that family doesn't happen without you. So yeah, I do need you. You hear that? It's Love you. 3818 if you want to like pull that audio and <laughs> play it for me next time I'm mad at you. Okay. But I was happy for that moment. It, it made me feel whole to make you feel whole. Thank you, babe. You're welcome. But yeah, it was a great, great, great trip. And if you go down there, you definitely need to go see the Calvert Marine Museum. It was yeah. right. That was adorable. And for a family of four to get in for 25 bucks, like where else do you get that? And it was so cute. Like they had all different kinds of animals. They had all different kinds of fish and they had like little, like a little boat exhibit thing that the kids could play on. They had the like big bell that you could ring. They had the lighthouse that you could go up in. And that was another one of the moments because you had to go up the ladder and Marshall took him up. You took him up the first time. Like, cause Malin is like a squirmy little gorilla. You know, like when he tantrums, he tantrums with his whole body and swings his head back. And you never know when that head is going to come back and bash you in the nose and break it. That's, that's our kid. 
no idea where he gets that from. But you got him up there the first time. Or no, did I? No, you. you no, I did it both times. You got yeah. Lyric up there the first time. Yeah, he's he was uh, all scared of heights. So was. Well, and that, and he sees our ang- angst about Malin, and then he thinks it's the same thing for him because I've seen him climb way higher than that on the mm-hmm. playground, but he's never been like a heights person. But he's not, yeah, he's not Malin. He will jump off of shit. Malin mm-hmm. will jump off of shit. But going up there and like, even going on the way back, like you were trying to do it for me and he was fussing and he was mad. And it's like, I don't know, it would have been about what, like a five, 10 foot drop down. Had he like squirmed or whatever? No. Yeah. I mean, it was a good, it was a a good good flight of stairs. Yeah, It was a good 10 feet. Cause well, then the stairs too, they were, they were really narrow. Yeah. So they were really steep. So it's like you had to go down backwards. So it was almost like a, like a ladder with like, Instead of like the rungs being like round. Yeah. It was like just, you know, four or five inches a step. Like so. the way you would go down an emergency ladder is yeah. what it felt like. Yeah. I mean, because it's a lighthouse. Yeah. You know, so. so, but we're going down and I'm holding on to him and I'm like going slow as a goddamn like molasses. And I'm just like, oh God, Malin, Malin. But for, for whatever reason it is, because he grew his whole entire life and was inside of my, me for the better part of a year, he won't try me the way that he tries you. So, I don't know. I was glad to see that we could have some times where they were peaceful and we leaned on each other. I don't know. I think sometimes we need to take more lessons for our relationship and our family in a lot of those small things. You know, we had s'mores by the fire with Lyric and I think it's very important for our sons to see us in those times of calm Mm -hmm. because even before our lives got turned upside down, I I am a very stressed out person 90% of the time. But I want, I want them to again see us like cuddling. Did you see Lyric watching us like when we were like snuggling or whatever? Like I was okay. We've only been married not even two years yet. I still think he's sexy as hell. And and you always see Lyric like looking at us when we do that. I'm like, get him here. But I think it's cute because he sees that like he'll learn that. You know, like yeah, they might be stressed out, but they love the shit out of each other, type thing. So yeah, and now. Big stuff happening. I am off to boot camp. We talked about this in the podcast last week. Um, my nerves have squelched a little bit. I think the ocean did me good. I did a little bit of thinking. I did a little bit of praying. I did a little bit of <sighs> Riley, Raquel, Weeder, Couture, you fucking got this moment. I'm going to crush it. I, I know you say that, but you know the weight of why what this means to me because this is the very first time I'm walking into the rooms of where before the last time I was there, I was the it girl. And now I am essentially on the sidelines sort of But as as to what it was last time I was there. You refuse to say that to me. I know, but that's how it felt when I was thinking about it. And I said, I got to get out of that fucking energy because there there is no failing for me. There just won't be. That's it. I'm, I'm practicing what the fuck I preach. I'm looking at my vision board. I'm bringing my crystals with me. I, you know, have the luckiest thing ever. My, my wedding ring will be on my finger and I will rub it and roll it around whenever I get nervous. I wish I could put you in my pocket, babe, because I am nervous. I don't know what this is. Like I do, this is what I do. This is what I talk about all the time. This is, 
This has been my life's work in so many different facets, but now it's just me. Well, I'd always say, like, if you're getting ready for, like, a match in, like, wrestling or something like that. Yeah. And, like, you don't have butterflies, there's something wrong. Yeah, like, if your so, dreams don't scare you, they're shitty. <laughs> you yeah, know? I mean, but, you know, it. it's something where, you know, you know, the ego is gone. You know, like, in terms of, like, that's under control if you have that. But the confidence is there. And then it's kind of one of those things, as soon as that match starts or talking or whatever that is but see that's game, what gets game, me came on and then they're put gone it like that because i am a very confident person you know that like i don't get around people and shy away never like i'm not i know my worth now i do like i have been relearning that in therapy the last couple of months and last couple of years i have that confidence in myself ego that's been shot to shit, you know, because I would walk into situations knowing that I was great at what I did because I cared about it more than anything else in my world at the time. Or when I had you and the boys, it was like I cared about it more than anything else in the world because of you guys and because of we got this fam and all of that. Um, and it's still true. I just had to get that mojo back up in there. So maybe that blood moon did so much. Well, it. Like, I, I know it's all still there, you know, and, you know, there's a dichotomy of straights, you know? Uh. So, like, if you have, you know, you have to, you have to regulate it. So, it's kind of like a, like a gauge, right? Yeah. So, if you have someone that is always pegged, you know, on ego, it's like, those are, those are the assholes that walk around, like, you know. With cowboy hats on? Shit don't stink, you know, that kind <laughs> of thing. And then you have some people that just get walked on all the time. Because yeah. there's no ego, right? And what do you want to be? You want to be somewhere in the middle. But your situation is going to dictate that. Because you're not going to go into a job interview or on stage or present or in a classroom or wherever it is and have that in the middle or low, right? Because if you don't believe you're the shit, no one else is going to believe you're shit either. But that's the thing, babe. But when you're done that, then you bring it back to center, you know? I never had that. If you really think about it from, I mean, obviously you've known me one-tenth of my entire radio career, but I never had that. I believed in myself and I believed in my abilities to go do it. I believed that I was good. I believed that I had passion. I never walked in there like, I'm the motherfucking, this is mine. I was always the supporter. I was always the one that would come with the ideas and easily give it up to anybody else that wanted it to be part of the team. That's what you do when you're a co-host. That's why I don't like that shit. You know, like I liked being a supporter. It's not that I didn't like it. It was just so many people got my full soul in it and threw it away or trashed it or stole it or whatever, you know. And now this is all me. And I'm okay with that. Like I am sitting in that too. It's new territory. Like there is those things of like being good enough in a way. Because, you know, the things that I've been through, it's like, I put food on your kid's table. You know, I'm responsible for this. I'm the blah, 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 blah. And this year, it's my fucking year to be Jordan. So, a very good friend of mine texted me something, Brett, my producer, that if you haven't listened to that podcast, you should, because he was, before I had my wonderful husband, Marshall, 
he was the originator of that I'm Riley motherfucking couture. Like, I'll tell the story really, really quickly that it was my very first jingle ball and there was like 25,000 people in the stand. I'd never been on a stage that big. And I was like really shaking. I had my fucking Louboutins on and those things hurt. And I was like, oh God, you know, I was very scared. And Brett is like a very not like, he's a very like chill dude. His voice is really like this or whatever. And he's not one to yell. He took me to the side, took me by the shoulders. And he's like, you're Riley motherfucking couture. You're going to fucking get out of there. Blah, blah, blah. You'd like Brett when he's like that, babe. Um, but he texted me today a memory that's pretty cool that this popped up nine years ago today. Nine years. I'm old. Um, August 6th, 2014 in Atlanta. In the wise words, uh, I posted this and he, he found the memory. In the wise words of my boy, Brett Mega, quote, you're Riley motherfucking couture. And I said, never allow your sparkle to fade in the wake of somebody else's shade. And there's going to be some shade there. But I just came from the beach. I am a crispy chicken nugget and I got a tan. We're going to walk up in there, my Lotus Jordans, and we're going to do this. So, that's right. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah. If you guys want to hear the moment that I think my husband lost, <laughs> I don't know. You lost, I mean, you say that you just, oh my God, that face. We're going to record this in video so you can see Marshall's reaction to some of this. I really hope you guys don't unfollow me. I really hope you we got this fam that here at first will give me an honest opinion. And I hope you don't unsubscribe because of this moment that I'm not the proudest of. But you, I don't know. I don't know if this was like a, oh my God. I don't know if this was like a survivalist thing or if I should be proud of myself because I figured it out. But all right, you guys, if you guys want to become part of the We Got This fam or the We Got This army, you can check out reallyreallypodcast.com. There's a link to subscribe. Lots of goodies going on. Um, oh, I can't believe I'm going to do this. Uh, 410-604-8895 is the text line. Really Riley Podcast on Instagram. I'll post like the video of us like kind of leading up to it so you guys can kind of figure out whether or not you think I should do this. Um <laughs> I don't know if I want to do this, but really Riley podcast at gmail.com. Riley Couture on Instagram. I'm, I'm all messed up. That's for hmm. Instagram. Thank you. <laughs> really? Y'all just fucking follow on me on Instagram. socials. Uh, we're going to get to it. And I will talk to you on Wednesday with another ask Riley. And here we go. <laughs> you guys. Thanks for listening. It's really Riley.